You're listening to MC Exodus Podcast with your host, Michael Conteus. Christian Talk. Bible Studies with Commentary. I highly encourage you to download this podcast and share it. Get this message out there. Okay, everyone, welcome back to MC Exodus Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Conteus, and I wanted to get uh, started right away on this one. Um, This subject is going to be witchcraft, and in the Bible, there is a lot of scripture that you can find about this. It's pretty prevalent in my state. I live in the state of New Mexico, and it is entitled The Land of Enchantment. Uh, So we have witchcraft right in the title, right in the slogan of the state. Um, There is a lot of what's called um, brujas here in this state, and there is also pagan Wiccans. And I just wanted to go ahead and talk to everyone um, of my audience, that is my Christian brothers and sisters, um, that this is in the Bible. God is not happy with witchcraft, and I'm going to show you why. So in the book of First Chronicles, chapter 10, verse 13, it says that Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and even consulted a medium for guidance. So rather than having faith in God, he decided to take his fate into his own hands and he seeked out the counsel of a medium, which is a woman practicing witchcraft. Now, let's take a look in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 23. And this is Old Testament right here. It says, for rebellion is like the sin of divination. So that means people that have the spirit of divination is rebellious and arrogance like the evil of idolatry because you have rejected the word of the lord he has rejected you as king so what that is also saying is that if you reject the word of god he is going to reject you until you come to him in repentance now let's take a look right here in first samuel chapter 22 verse 23 it says stay with me don't be afraid the man who wants to kill you is trying to kill me too you will be safe with me so let's take a look at that now now what do you think that meant stay with me don't be afraid So when you get fear in your heart, it drives you to do certain things that are against God. And you'll seek out counsel and go to seances, try to know your future, look at your horoscope. You're trying to figure out what is going to happen to you. When if we had faith in the Most High God, we would be under his covering, under his protection and fear of of dying, fear of, of what might happen. Uh, that type of things, those type of things go away. Now let's take a look in First uh, Chronicles chapter thirty-three, verse six. He sacrificed his children in the fire in the valley of Ben Hinnom, practiced divination and witchcraft, sought omens and consulted mediums and spiritists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. So going to mediums, going to spiritists. Um, that is evil in the eyes of the Lord, and it is arousing his anger against you. Um, that would not be good for someone in their life. Because what is happening is you're taking your faith away from the Most High God, and you are giving it to someone who is human, someone who is relying on doctrines of demons to show you, and relying on the power not of God 
to show you what you are asking for in your life. Now let's take a look in Leviticus chapter 19 verse 31, shall we? Do not turn to mediums or seek out spiritists, for you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. So going to spiritists, going to mediums, they are defiling your spirit. They are defiling you. Um, it is not a good practice to go to these people. And I highly encourage you to repent and pray against this. If you are a Christian, um, you, there is no mixing the two. There is not a, a good witch. There is no such thing as a Christian witch. There is no such thing as a medium that is of God. Now let's take a look right here in verse or uh, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 6. I will set my face against anyone, against anyone, who turns to mediums and spiritists to prostitute themselves by allowing them or by following them. I will cut them off from their people. So look how he, how he described this right here in Leviticus. Uh, to prostitute themselves by following them. So you are literally selling yourself to these individuals, to this type of um, uh, spirituality, which is not of God. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 27, a man or woman who is a medium or spiritist among you must be put to death. You are to stone them. Their blood will be on their own heads. Now, back in the day, that was a law. I do not recommend doing that now. Um, let God deal with these people. But you can see that this was a blatant form of, of uh, a death sentence back in the day uh, in the Old Testament because th this is an abomination against the Most High Father God. Now let's take a look in the bit, uh, Revelation chapter 18 verse 23. The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's important people, and by your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. And take a look at what is happening in America today. Take a, It's all over the world, actually. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Um, you know, you, you have people that are worshiping the, the, the saint of death. You, you, have, you have a lot of a lot of witches that are that are coming out these days. You know, pagan, pagan worship is is actually at an all time high. Um, and I have to tell you, um, you know, there is a lot of people that refuse to worship God. They have taken the word of God out of context and believe that it is wrong. Their their hearts have been hardened, and they have been turned over to the reprobate mind. And this is now prevalent in today's society. Um, right here in Revelation chapter 21, verse 8. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur, and this is the second death. Okay, so what is, what is that meaning in Judgment Day? You will be thrown into the lake of fire if you practice these type of things. Um, if you have not repented, if you turn from God, you do not want to know God, you do not want to know his teachings, this is where, this is what your fate will be. It says so right here. 
Um, yeah, right here, this is a second death. So first you're going to die a physical death, then you will die a spiritual death. Now let's take a look right here in Galatians chapter 5, verse 19 through 20. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, and factions. So look at those things right there. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambitions, dissensions, and factions are tied to idolatry and witchcraft. So that is what it develops. This is the type of fruit that witchcraft produces in your life. Now, understanding right here in verse 21, also envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, that, that tells you right there. I mean, it doesn't get more truthful than that. The word of God does not lie. Now let's look in the book of Micah, chapter 5, verse 10 through 12. In that day, declares the Lord, I will destroy your horses from among you and demolish your chariots. In verse 11, I will destroy the cities of your land and tear down all your strongholds. I will destroy your witchcraft and you will no longer cast spells. Because witchcraft will be thrown into the fire with everyone else. Now let's take a look in Acts chapter 19, verse 17 through 20. When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, it totaled the total came to 50,000 uh, demaris. Now looking right here in verse 20, In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. Now that goes to show you a formula for freedom, okay? They realized what they had done. They came and confessed, openly confessed their sins. Then they went ahead and gathered all of their sorcery uh, literature and publicly burned it. Okay, they did a literal burnt book burning in the early church. Now, what is that telling you of today? It also says it gives you a value of the documents. Now, think about that for a minute. Why does it give you the value? Because it's trying to show you that at that point, it, they didn't care how valuable these, these uh, scrolls were because they realized that it was evil and it had to be burned. It had to be away from them. They had to publicly get, them, get this out of their lives. So at that point, they did not care the value of them. And that is what the Word of God is trying to tell us right here is that no matter how valuable these type of items are, if you have this in your home... Uh, Ouija boards, um, dream catchers, you have all of these things in your home, you have books of occult and things like that, burn it, 
Get it out of your home. Throw it away. Don't let people see it. Don't give it to someone. Get rid of it because demons are attached to it and we do not want to live that way in bondage. Also, burning sage and smudging and all of this is not to get rid of demons. It's to bring them into your lives. You are doing the exact opposite. You are you are literally calling on spirits to come upon you when you cuss and curse and use profanity and all kinds of things like that. Each time you do that, you are calling on an unclean spirit to come upon your lives. And you have to be very careful. There is power. There is life and death in the tongue. And we have to watch what we say. We also have to watch what we have in our homes. If this, if you want true freedom from bondage, if you have depression, anxiety, disease, you have, you have sickness and infirmity, and you're wondering why, I'm going to tell you, if you have this type of items in your home, get rid of them. Get rid of it. Do not let it be in your home. Okay, looking right here in the book of Isaiah chapter 8, uh, verse 19 through 21. When someone tells you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult the dead on behalf of the living? Now look at that. And that could mean two things. So are you trying to conjure a spirit of the dead, necromancy? Are you trying to have a seance and talk to a dead relative? Are you trying to ask a dead relative for advice? And also, why consult the dead on behalf of the living, meaning a medium, meaning a spiritist? They are spiritually dead. They require, uh, they their spirituality ends with a demon, okay? We are spiritually alive through the living water, through the blood of Jesus. Do you see what I'm saying? We have been awakened, okay? We are the living water. We are the bride of Christ. Do you see what, what I'm talking about here? Now looking at verse 20, consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. So, Consult God's instruction and the testimony of warning. If anyone does not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. So we have been given a great responsibility to warn people about, about this information. Okay, there's a lot of people that think that witchcraft is just a normal way of life. There is a lot of people that get their horoscope on a daily. They have an app on their phone. They look it up on their computer. They do these things. And what I'm trying to say here is just a horoscope. You are consulting a spirit of divination. You are you are putting your faith in the kingdom of darkness. And that is not a good way to live. Okay? We do not need to know our future. The Lord does. Okay? We do not need to rely on our own understanding. Okay, we are to rely on the Holy Spirit, on God's understanding. Now in verse 20, 21, distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. They, When they are famished, they will become enraged and looking upward, they will curse their king and their God. In verse 22, then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be thrust into utter darkness. 
So, practicing witchcraft. It might be fun at first, but you are not under the protection of the Most High God, and you are walking in the company of demons. You are walking in the company of darkness. You will be fearful in your life. You will have all of that type of fruit in your life. Isaiah chapter 19, verse 1 through 4. A prophecy against Egypt. See the Lord rides on a swift cloud and is coming to Egypt. The idols of Egypt tremble before him and the hearts of the Egyptians melt with fear. I will stir up Egyptian against Egyptian. Brother will fight against brother, neighbor against neighbor, city against city, kingdom against kingdom. Well, that sounds like what's happening now. In verse 3, the Egyptians will lose heart and I will bring their plans to nothing. They will consult the idols and the spirits of the dead, the mediums and the spiritists. In verse 4, I will hand the Egyptians over to the power of a cruel master and a fierce king will rule over them, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. We're, going, we're, we're getting near the end now, taking a look right here in Acts chapter 8, verse 9 through 13. Now, for some time, a man named Simon had practiced sorcery in the city and amazed all the people of Samaria. He boasted that he was someone great, and all the people, both high and low, gave him their attention and exclaimed, This man is rightly called the great power of God. In verse 11, they followed him because he had amazed them for a long time with his sorcery. But when they believed Philip, as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized, and he followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. And that is the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so the power of the Holy Spirit overshadows all of this witchcraft all the time. We are under the covering of the blood of Jesus Christ, and witchery and sorcery, they can't touch us. They, they literally can't. Go ask a witch. Go ask a black magic witch. And he'll, they'll tell you that we cannot be touched as long as we are walking in the anointing. And we are walking prayed up, fasted up, ready to rock. So understand, our faith in the Lord is what keeps us under his covering. Now let's take a look right here. Faith and obedience can't get you wrong, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Now look right here. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 10 through 14. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, and engages in witchcraft. In verse 11, or casts spells, or who is a medium, or a spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who do, does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of this same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. The nations will dispose, listen to those who practice sorcery or divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you 
to do so. Isaiah chapter 47, verse 8 through 14. Now then, listen, you lover of pleasure, lounging in your security and saying to yourself, I am, and there is none besides me. I will never be a widow or suffer the loss of children. Both of these will overtake you in a moment. On a single day, loss of children and widowhood, they will come upon you in full measure, in spite of your many sorceries and all your potent spells. Now look at that. That is a direct sign right there that when you are practicing these things, all different types of things can happen to you. All different types of painful things can happen to you. Now look in verse 10. You have trusted in your wickedness and I have said no one sees me. Your wisdom and knowledge mislead you when you say to yourself, I am and there is none besides me. Disaster will come upon you and you will not know how to conjure it away. A calamity will fall upon you that you cannot ward off. With a ransom, a catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly come upon you. Keep on with your magic spells and with your many sorceries, which you have labored at since childhood. Perhaps you will succeed and perhaps you will cause terror. Now look at that. A calamity will fall upon you. A sickness, a disease. You cannot ward off, even with a ransom. A catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly come upon you. Now, you won't be able to tell the future there. You won't be able to see that because God will put it on you. Now, 13, all the counsel you have received has only worn you out. Let your astrologers come forward. Those stargazers who make predictions month by month, let them save you from what is coming upon you. In verse 14, surely they are like stubble. The fire will burn them up. They cannot even save themselves from the power of the flame. These are not coals for warmth. This is not a fire to sit by. And if you are listening to this podcast and you dabble in witchery and sorcery, I must ask you, how is your life? How is everything in your life? Is it just grand and dandy? Or are you trying to control everything? Oh, we got a problem here. Let me cast a spell. Oh, we have another problem here. Let me cast another spell. Oh, I have a way to break that curse. We're going to have to do this. Oh, I, let's do this right now. Oh, we have to draw power from the moon. Oh, we have to do this. Oh, we have to do that. But if you lived in obedience, faith, and understanding of the word of God, and you realized that Jesus died for a reason, and you ask the Holy Spirit to come upon you in your life. Well, it would be a lot easier, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, and a lot happier and a lot more fulfilling. Trust me. You know, I was on that other side. Um, 
And I used to study black magic myself. But the Holy Spirit, there is, there is no one greater. There is no one greater than God. And God the Father gave us Jesus Christ, His Son, on this planet. He actually, the Son of God, God incarnate, walked on this planet, on this earth, to die for us so that we would be protected in these days for all time, for everyone, witches, warlocks, Christians. It doesn't matter if you repent and believe and come to him. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I sure did. It was very revealing. (laughs) And you can see that witchcraft is all through the Old Testament. You can totally see it because they relied on it back in the day. And that was before Jesus came to the earth. But after, you can see right here, there's power in the blood. God bless you.